what is going on everybody it's just jimmy leonard here today on another podcast um first and foremost before i do get started um i would like to send my condolences to allison holker and twitch's family um from the news that's happened from the past couple days if you guys haven't known already um twitch um last name boss but twitch if you guys have known from twitch he is the was the dancer who you would see a lot of times and the dj host for um, ellen when she had her show and also was on so you think you could dance um he happened to actually have committed suicide at age 40 and as of course his family and them asked for privacy and much but my thoughts and prayers goes out to them um you know, to hear about the fact of, you know, especially for the children, and of course, like I said, your wife too, um, to just lose your husband, your father, especially for the kids, especially for the father situation at such a young age, and trying to figure out exactly what have triggered it, um, what would made him decide to end his life without maybe possibly talking to somebody, and reaching out because he was loved. You know, it brightened up anybody's day when you see this man out here dancing. You know, always had such positive energy, and you never knew. You never knew. And, and, and again, a lot of times, too, you know, of course, we all don't know what goes on behind the cameras. I know people were saying it, I guess, from what we've been hearing, it's not anything financial issues or anything. Um, but, you know, they all come in different faces. You know, you don't know. And for a lot of people who haven't, you know, possibly kept in contact with people. Do do that, please. Um, keep in contact with others, your loved ones. If you haven't heard from anybody in a while, um, you know, FaceTime them. You know, of course, everybody nowadays can just text on Messenger or on IG or anywhere that you can text. And that's fine because you still keep in touch with them. But again, you can't really see if and how they are actually doing. And, you know, you want to actually FaceTime them or God forbid if you actually are in the jurisdiction of a of the distance, see them and see how they go. Um, that that will go a long way. Um, I know society, as it is right now, it's it's a it's a crazy world that we live in right now. Um, and depression is a real thing, and a mental illness, as we've always been alluded to, is a real thing. And for ones who have been dealing with that for a while, um, again, please reach out for help. Um, you know, you're not in this alone. Um, it, it just, it it startled me um, a lot from that because, again, I just didn't think from him. He's one of the people I would not have thought um, that would have been dealing with that. But, again, it could have been multiple things. I don't know. And, um, of course, they're still having an ongoing in- investigation on this because um, I guess they have to say, I guess there was a... Um, you know, I guess the police received a call back over in an echo, um, or Chino, if I'm not pronouncing the city correctly, um, in Los Angeles, and it was at Oak Tree Inn. So, um, you know, it, it, it just really, it startled me when I saw the post, and I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. So, you know, for that reason, for just to cap it is, you know, go ahead and talk to somebody. And make sure that they're all right. Let them know that you love them very much so. And that you also have so much promise in the world. And we all have our own, um, 
we have our own challenges we always face every time too and you don't have to do it alone but i know also the lord has us on a pathway with different avenues that he, he's given us he's given us a pathway and you have so much potential and such a gift to give to others you're not worthless you're not nothing you're something you're important you never know you you know you don't know how important you are to the other individuals that you have impacted with and you talk to you're that important you're not alone on that situation. I just want to make sure that you guys want to know that if you guys are listening. All right. You guys are very important. And you're very special in all the gifts that you have. You may not think so, but you are. Wherever you are in the world. Okay. And we'll be back right after this. All right, you guys. So for the gaming section of the podcast, there's a lot of games that's going on. Um, of course, after coming back from the Game Awards, as we as we kind of all alluded to when it came down to the um, all the games and all the announcements. I mean, it was a wild week last week. It almost felt like it was yesterday. <laughs> um, so but there was a lot. There was a lot. All right, to take into. But um, probably that was probably the biggest part of probably if not going into the end of the year of all the gaming announcements. As we probably might get some, probably somewhere in the early part of next year, even though it's what, three weeks. (laughs) So you never know, Um, you know, we might get something from Nintendo, um, you know, because we had some games announced in there too as well, but they didn't really have a specific Nintendo Direct yet. And who knows, they could surprise us and have one this week. Who knows? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Um, talking in terms of PlayStation, PlayStation Plus happened to have a um, it announced the catalog for December 22 um, for and more or less for the lineup of extra and premium subscribers. And they have also the classic catalog for the premium subscribers. And there's a lot of games, and but a lot of these titles will be available on the 20th of December. So I know it's the 16th right now. Um, there's a lot going on from that. And so then that's happening there as well. The catalog of games happen to have in there. Of course, you can always find this website too. I'm um, happen to be reading this from the Game of Musu um, website that happen to have a whole list of the games that's coming up here. And so if you are not familiar with these games, you can also check them out on your own or just happen to read articles about them. But you have games of Adventure Time, Pirates of Reachier Dion, Ben 10 Power Trip, The Escapist 2, which happens to be on the PS4 as well as to the other two PS4 and PS5 for Ben 10 Power Trip, uh, Evil Genius 2 World Domination, Far Cry 5, Far Cry New Dawn, Far Cry Primal, Gigatonsaurus the Game, Judgment, and this is more or less on the Yakuza series, uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Middle Earth, Shadow of War, Mortar Shell, The Pedestrian, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, The Ultimate Edition, 
WWE 2K22, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Worms WMD. And those are all the games that's more or less on the PS4 and PS5 if they already been capable to be on a PS5. But those are some of the games that are being thrown into that catalog for the extra and premium subscribers. As for the classic catalog, you're talking on PlayStation Portable here. And you got Pinball Heroes. And I remember playing that a lot too as well. I know it's just as basic. <laughs> all it is is pinball. But you just have certain tables. I know like mentioned, you know, Uncharted and Hot Shots Golf, for instance. But it's a pretty cool game. Nonetheless, it's just pinball. <laughs> Ridge Racer 2. I played that one a lot too as well. That was a very interesting and very good game. And it was pretty nice. PlayStation 3 have Heavenly Sword. Now, of course, with Heavenly Sword, it is a very short game. But definitely a lot of gameplay for this one it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty dope uh with nariko um and her quest and everything around there as well it's pretty nice if you haven't ever have any if you never played the game before if you ever played playstation all-stars battle royale which i hope they make a second game pretty soon because imagine when they make a second game of that game there's a lot of playstation <laughs> there's a lot of playstation characters whether they were third party especially uh you know first party that'd be so dope but anyway um you could play as her in that game as well. You gotta kind of get a nice little insight of how she plays, you know, in that game. But it's a very short game, but still pretty nice that it's free, right? If you happen to have that subscription. As for the first PlayStation, you also got Oddworld, Abe's Exodus. So, and that's pretty much all the games that was pretty much announced in terms of classic. So, ca classic catalog, you pretty much talking a total of four games. And a huge amount of games for the PS4 and PS5 off off of that as well. Um, more or less, not so much the PS5, but, you know, games are capable to be played on the PS5. Um, you know, all these are just PS4s. But that's a that's an interesting lineup there, as, of course, that catalog's going to keep growing for you. Um, but on that same topic, though, alone, I think we kind of talked about this sometime in the past, too, because we know how PlayStation excuse me, has been revamped, obviously, now with the whole PlayStation Essential, PlayStation Extra, and PlayStation Premium. Those three tiers, sorry, I had hiccups, <laughs> if, it, if there was a slight pause there. <laughs> um, you know, there's three different tiers that go into that whole entire ordeal. And again, we talked about this before, you know, comparing it to the Xbox Game Pass. There's not a lot of, you know, the Xbox Game Pass, for what it's worth, still beats out playstation with it you know playstation got a lot of stuff going for it the playstation plus type of subscription it's still a little bit of a struggle bus for them still trying to figure out when you think they figured it out it's like they're still trying to figure it out i, I just i to me that's just how i see it um because there's still <laughs> there's still a lot of problems as we alluded to especially with the playstation plus before they made this change was the game selection you're given on the PlayStation Plus. It's a hit and miss. You might get some good games that you never play, always wanted to play, but you never had the chance to play it. But then you get some games that no one asked for, right? And you know me, I love me some Hot Wheels. Growing up as a kid, that's still a nice little thing to collect maybe every now and then, you know what I'm saying? They got some cool cars, right? You can walk into the store, it's like, oh man, it's a cool car. I wish I had that when I was a kid. And I mean, if you still could buy it, you know, hey, you're an adult, so you could buy that stuff instead of asking your parents if you could please beg them. <laughs> you know, it's always a catch, you know, they buy it for you and you gotta do something like chore and whatnot. 
and sometimes they might buy just to buy it for you right you know so this is a different time if you're an adult <laughs> but no but there's a game with hot wheels unleashed right and i'm gonna keep it a buck ain't nobody asked for that game i mean literally all it is is just you playing as a hot wheels car going through a hot wheels track <laughs> it's, it's like you have the actual make and model of it like if you went to your normal toy store well Toys R Us is still coming back, I guess, which I still haven't yet to go into a Macy's to see that yet. Um, I gotta check that out. I can only imagine, I don't know how big that section is with Macy's for Toys R Us. I'm happy Toys R Us is back. You know, especially in Virginia Beach, um, especially if you guys have been around my neck of the woods, if you have, you know, live around here. Um, and if you're not, um, there's like, there was tons of Toys R Us around here. I mean, especially in Virginia Beach, you had Lift Haven Mall, and they had that. And that was the biggest one I went to a lot. And then, of course, he had some scattered around the area. You know, he had one in Norfolk, Military Circle, things like that. But now, you know, now they're just, what, the one in Military Circle is now, what, is now East Coast Appliances. And then the one in Lifthaven Mall is Dick's Sporting Goods Warehouse, right? Which basically has a lot of discounted, you know, items in there. As well as other, you know, items that you probably couldn't find or they couldn't put on the store floor because you know even though dicks is a pretty big store somehow they still don't have no space <laughs> so I don't, I don't know <laughs> but you know but anyway that's that's interesting but it, whether nowadays you go to walmart or target you know it's, it's pretty scattered now to find toys but you know that's something that you would have gotten like that as a game no one really would have asked for that as a game and that's just the, that's just the whole reason for me how i see it as is like you put out a list, like a big list of games, right? It's not so much them selecting it, and it's cool, again, don't get me wrong, it introduced you to newer games that you would have never had thought about playing, and you play it, and it's like, oh snap, that was a good idea for them to just give me that game randomly. Because if it was up to you, you probably would have been just like, and eh, skip it. Here, they have that type of randomness that comes to it sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but again i still i still hold to it to the fact that they should give you at least like 20 games lists and you pick three from that list and then it just resets for the next month just that way you can pick what you want instead of them picking it for you and it's just it's just bad <laughs> you know what i'm saying i i don't know that's just me personally um you know and who knows what they're doing with the extra and premium i have not purchased that one i will be very honest with you uh, probably, probably later in maybe, maybe like school and whatnot. Maybe I might have been a, actually able to have more time to play with that one as well. Um, you know, it's just whenever I can get a chance with the PlayStation Plus. Um, and primarily, if anything, the reason why any of us would get it nine times out of a thousand <laughs> is, uh, is because you want to play online. And the discounts, don't get me wrong, the discounts are very nice. An additional whatever discount percentage. But on top of that, you're talking about the um, the online. You know, we talked about this so many times. But that's just me. And again, it doesn't surprise me just going back into the main topic. It doesn't surprise me that people are still uh, unimpressed by this. This was an article that was pretty much written in the Gaming Bible by uh, Catherine Lewis. So she happened to pretty much, I guess there was some mentions about it throughout the time frame. Not just from her, but just from other people saying that. And, you know... Yeah, you know, and like people would say, you know, PlayStation 3 games, once you get the premium and whatnot, they can only be streamed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of ups and downs when it comes to this. Um, 
people saying they don't want to play pinball on PS5, <laughs> which I mean, who doesn't want to see the nice high definition of a pinball machine, right? <laughs> on your screen, right? That's like playing Monopoly, which I do have for the PS3 on your TV screen. <laughs> you know, you think the game's already long as a board game. Imagine playing that on the PS3. We, we spent hours <laughs> just going back and like, oh, who is going to lose? But um, yeah, yeah, um, it's very interesting. Also, too, on top of that as well, they, um, I know there was some talks in regards to possibly God of War might be trying to get a, uh, or I think Amazon was asking for God of War to see a uh, series. Um, we also talked about that, too, as well. Um, I don't know if games series it's, it's one of those things for me personally where games you know you already have the story you already have the voice actors i mean you're almost like you're almost watching a movie or a tv series but more or less a movie and they already have the voice actors like an animation movie you just the difference is that you're also interacting with that story by playing the game um so i guess everybody nowadays is trying to make that as a trend I'm not saying that's a bad thing i mean take for sonic for instance <laughs> Two different storylines, two different worlds with that. Because when Sega, I love them to death, and Sonic Team, but when they try to put a real story on Sonic, other than Sonic Frontiers, which is very good, but see, that was by Ian Flynn, who worked on a lot of the Sonic comics, so his I know his work a lot and as well, and very well good. Um, but when <laughs> you see other games in the Sonic catalog, like say 06, Sonic 06, You'll know why I'm talking about why they try to take Sonic's story a little too serious and it crash and burns. <laughs> they want to take chances, I give them credit, but whoo-wee, that was a big risk. The game was already asking for too much already, it was doing too much in terms of like not performing like it was supposed to. Um, the story definitely just did not, was, was the biggest problem there. Um, but my point is like, but with the story, with the movie for Sonic, it's great, right? Story-wise, everything is great. It's different, right? Which, speaking of Sonic, by the way, they have Sonic Prime out. Um, should be out right now on Netflix. So go ahead and check that out too, as well. Um, if you haven't already seen trailers and whatnot, or haven't already seen it. But that was the thing about that too. Like, I I would love to see a Double May Cry game. I mean, a series of um, the TV movie type of thing. We already have the animated series, and of course, the games are so much fun. Imagine seeing that as a movie. There's there's times I would like to see some of these as movies, but I don't know because we've seen anime movies, animes become movies and flop, right? We've seen Avatar given a second chance here in terms, and and I'm talking Avatar: The Last Airbender, a second shot here with the anime with the uh, animation going acting on Netflix. So I'm like, all right, let's see what happens, but. I don't know. That's it's interesting. So that's that's kind of the trend nowadays. These a lot of these games you know, we saw Uncharted. You know, at least with um, uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider was great. I mean, we had Angela Jolie that played in the first one. It was great. It was pretty good. You know, so when it's done right, it's done right. And if you get somebody who, let alone, don't know anything about the game, <laughs> that's strike one. <laughs> if you don't know anything about the game, you try and direct the game. You know it's gonna be a disaster. <laughs> it's gonna be a disaster. Like it, it comes back to Sonic, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. You can't possibly tell me nobody in that place did not know what Sonic looked like from the games. I mean, you tell me they just said, "Oh, this is what I think a hedgehog would look like in the real world, talking and moving and stuff." I'm like, "Bro, that's what you guys get for thinking." 
since you had the, all of the resources there for you. And you guys were thinking. So look what that almost did to that movie, right? <laughs> but that's just my little tidbit on that. It was just interesting just to let that out there that they happen to show that and make some mention about that. I mean, it'd be pretty cool, all things considered. You know, that'd be very interesting. I mean, they did it right now with Days days Past right now. So, um, I mean, we'll see. Um, we'll see. You know, that's it's, it's just going to keep going. I mean, who knows? Who knows where the future will entail? But that is it for the gaming section. On next, we're going to talk about some sports. And we go from there. And we're back. So now, um, back we're on to sports. And I don't know if I mentioned this, and I think I didn't uh, the last time, but there was some news around, especially for MLB. And I'm talking about my Mets, right? You know, again, I was sad about the fact that the Grom is now with the Rangers. And it hurts because, you know, we we all had something special as a group. You know what I'm saying? He was one of the remaining big three pitchers that we had, especially coming from especially back when we went to the World Series back in 2015. And, you know, we had Matt Harvey and, you know, him kind of sort of, in a sense, almost tanking now. I mean, we don't hear much from him nowadays. He's been over to different places. Then we had Noah Syndergaard, who eventually was, you know, not too long, a couple of years later, went and got traded. Um, he's over there. I think he's over there now with the Angels, I think. No, I think, no, no, he's over there, the Phillies now. I forgot, yeah, he pitched over the Phillies. He was at the Angels. Somehow he made his way over to the Phillies. But, um, no, yeah, and it just was so weird. I was like, dang, after we just got Max Schwarzer too? Bruh, bruh. But it's a special part of my heart where this happens, right? Because you didn't think this would happen, but it did. You never know, right? I'm talking about this very famous pitcher, a well-known pitcher who can pitch his lights out any given day. We see it happen before. I mean, he played it, you know, now, what, his second team now? I'm talking about Justin Verlander. Yeah, that's right. He's coming over to the Mets, if you guys didn't already know already. But I was just happy when I saw that, right? Because again, biggest thing is that he's coming from the Tywater area. He played over there at Old Dominion. <laughs> so I'm looking like, first of all, yes, you got away from the t from the Astros, right? Because I think he was one of the five players that were still there after the whole cheating scandal thing, which I know he probably had nothing to do with that. I mean, but yeah, but good thing he left there, you know? He got himself a ring and then he just dipped. Um, he got the two-year contract for 86 million, which I mean, that's pretty good <laughs> right um and so that's pretty nice and also for a lot of people who probably don't know already you know max schwarzer and justin Verlander both pitched with each other back over at the tigers so that's gonna be a nice little reunion to see right there um so big expectations there to see what exactly they're going to be able to do for the team for pitching because of course we all know as i said before we were there right we were there we had it. It just kind of choked. <laughs> we just kind of choked just a little bit. 
but we've been also making some moves too as well some players that we have left and went to other teams as well and then we also gathering other pitchers as well and other players to join our team as well and that's pretty good to have as well so i'm, I'm excited to see what our new squad is going to be like coming into the season come i'm assuming we're going to start in march last year of course we started late but i'm assuming we're going to start in march this uh going into 2023 um so and of course there's still going to be some you know off-season moves and whatnot so you never know you know what i'm saying but this is going to be dope so i'm excited for it i just thought i would bring that up since it's my meatsa. My meats. So, you know, hey, having, you know, I mean, that's the kind of what happens when you actually have an owner that, you know, hey, can actually make some moves and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, who know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, because, you know, that's, that's, that's just one of those things there where, you know, you just just know it you know and thanks to steve you know he's doing the right moves and making the right plans here so i'm like dude this man is making buckets here right now so that's how to utilize the money not burn it and waste it you know so anyway um i just thought i'd bring that up from mlb nba we got some games going on right now they're still in progress right now you got the hawks and the hornets uh, I'll probably give it to the Hawks on that game. Um, the Kings and the Pistons, you know, right now, we got, I'll probably give it to the Kings and then the Nets and the Raptors. Uh, I'll probably see what the Nets are going to do. Uh, the Nets could probably bounce back and whatnot. The Warriors and the 76ers, it's probably be a tight game as well, going into it as well. But I think the Warriors, the Cavs, and the Pacers, uh, I'll probably still give it with the Cavs. Magic and the Celtics. Uh, Celtics. They would beat the Magic team. I would hope. Hope. Possibly. Timberwolves and Thunder. Uh, I'd probably give that one to the Timberwolves. So we'll see. Uh, the Knicks and the Bulls. Uh, after we just beat them on Wednesday. I think the Knicks are going to beat them again. Trailblazers and Mavericks. You know, you got them going on there. Uh, I'd probably give Trailblazers. And as for the Nuggets and Lakers. Yeah, the Nuggets. Ugh, man. I don't know about the Lakers. But, anywho, that's how that's working. Eastern Conference right now, you got the Celtics number one. The Bucks are not too far from them. I mean, they got about a couple games behind them. Um, and then not too f slightly far from them is the Cavs. And then the Nets. They got 76 is but my Knicks are number six right now. We're getting up there. We ain't last. I like some teams. We ain't the last. Ain't that right, Hornets? <laughs> but again, I know it's early. Anything could change. Um, such as even the Western Conference, where that one periodically changes every time. You know, the Grizzlies right now are number one. Pelicans are number two right now. And the Nuggets are three. Suns are four. And the Trailblazers are five. So, and the Kings. Look at the Kings. They're six. They coming up there. Because right now, it's... The Spurs and the Rockets, knowing that other than the Mavericks, they're around dead last right now. So, and the Warriors, um, you know, we'll see what happens here with the game for them, um, if they can bounce back from that too. So, you know, it's anything, it's anybody's game. You know, it's all come down to endurance. That's all. That's really about all. 
as for the NFL, well, as we're getting closer and closer and closer <laughs> to the end of the season here right now, as we go into week five or 15, Jesus, week five, week 15 of 18. Um, yeah. So you had the 49ers and the Seahawks. Um, watch that game, you know. It was kind of interesting seeing some of the stuff that was happening with the Seahawks. I mean, interceptions all over the place. It was it was nutty. And they were and the 49ers were taking advantage of it. Yeah, sure, there were some flags, some penalties that hurt them. I know, um, I forgot his name. I think it was a Boba. Uh, Bosa, I think it was Bosa. He um, happened uh, when he went to do against Geno Smith and try to stop his play and whatnot. Um, they could have had gotten a touchdown, but then they got a flag for holding or the way how he tackled him because they got an interception off of that. And I was like, dang. But even still, they were able to prevail by getting 21 to 13. Now, as for the other games, you got the Colts and the Vikings. Now, keep in mind as well, too, you got games that's going on on Saturday, which are three games. These three games happen to be one, which is the Colts and the Vikings, which I expect the Vikings to beat them. That one starts at 1 o'clock tomorrow. But then you're talking the Ravens and the Browns, which all these games are like they're going to be on the NFL Network, by the way. Uh, Ravens and the Browns, you have them two going against each other. Uh, that might be a tight race. Um... I can see the Browns. Yeah. I can see the doo-doo Browns. Yep. I can see what they might do. I might give that one to the Browns. Then you got the Dolphins and the Bills. And that might be a tight game. That one's at 8-15. Very tight game indeed. Uh, I'll probably say I give that one to the Bills. But all three of those games, which, by the way, the Ravens and the Browns starts at 4-30. So it's almost like your extension of a Sunday. But it's not. <laughs> So that's going to be the game there. Now, going on to Sunday for regular schedule, you got the Eagles and the Bears. Eagles. Lions and the Jets. I'm going to give that one to the Jets. Yeah, that's at one. And then you got the Steelers and the Panthers. Uh, that might be a crawl fest, but I must say the Steelers. I just want to support Mike Tomlin, you know what I'm saying? He comes from my area. You got the Chiefs and the Texans. <laughs> Texans. The trash team. Uh, Chiefs. Anyway, literally, there's no there's no discussion on that. The Falcons and the Saints. Um, Saints. The Cowboys and Jaguars, as much as I hate them, um, I would say the Cowboys. Um, unless Trevor Lawrence and them surprise me, which I hope they do. <laughs> Please. I hope they do. Please let me know. Do it. Uh, Cardinals and the Broncos. Well, considering the fact that the Broncos, it sounds like to me, are eliminated from the playoffs, which I'm, I'm telling you right now, that is highly unfortunate right now. I mean, could you have thought where, you know, you saw Russell Wilson win against the Seahawks early into the season, right? That was that was one of the biggest games that was coming early into the season was between them two teams, right? Russ coming back home. They just took an L like that. We already talked about that, but it's just unfortunate how that transition happened and they don't make it in the playoffs. But the Seahawks are somehow making a better shot than what the Seahawks, better better shot than the Broncos right now. At least they have a chance. The Broncos have no chance. But as for that game, Carlos and the Broncos, um, <laughs> saying all that, uh, who knows? Uh, Carl was kind of struggling too a little bit. Um, 
So, I mean, I probably would say maybe, maybe it'd be a very slight, it might be like a, a crawl fest on that one too. I'll give that one to the Broncos, even with all that I just said. I'll probably give that one to them. Uh, Patriots and Raiders. Patriots, I hate them too, but uh, Raiders, eh, you know, they surprised me, but yeah, uh, we'll see. Titans and the Chargers. I'll give that one to the Titans. The Bengals and the Buccaneers. Um, it's be an interesting game, but I'll give that one to the Bengals. And then the primetime game that everybody should be watching and been anticipating for is my Giants going against them Commandos. Them Commanders. Yeah. Yeah, rematch two, baby. Now, granted, no one won that last game that happened two weeks ago, but we all know who should have won that game. It's the Giants. But we'll, 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 we chalk that one up and have it as a draw. But that game is coming at you at 820 on NBC, baby. Prime time. Be there. Be square. Now, unfortunately, right now for the Giants, though, this is over at the Commanders. Again, that's why I mentioned we should have beaten them because they were at home. They were with us. So we'll see. But you know that's going to be a very tight game there. You know, then again, keep in mind, this is the same commander's team that gave the Eagles their first loss. Yeah. Again, no ill will against Taylor Heineke. You know, coming from this area, you know, going and playing at ODU as well. Just like what happened with Joseph Verlander. You know what I'm saying? You know, no, no ill will. We keep it business, though. You're going to ask my Giants. You know, if it was any other team, I'd be like, uh, I'd give you guys a little notch. But when it comes to the Giants, yeah. And, and we're division rivals, too. Yeah, no. But definitely, on a serious note for the Giants, though, we do need to get a win because, which, again, that should have been our win, right? Knowing, and we all knew. <laughs> we all knew what was going to happen. I, I saw the game. I played myself, right? I played myself. I said I watched the game with the Eagles and the Giants, thinking that the Giants will do something against the Eagles, and I played myself. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to get some hope for them, but I knew what the outcome was going to be, and it was. So, <laughs> it was a big L. But that was the biggest thing about the fact that they really needed that commander's win. Now, granted, as for their schedule, as it progresses through, you got the Commanders this week, right? Then, I mean, we gotta, we, we gotta, we, and I think we also gotta face the Eagles again. <laughs> so, you know, that that's that's the biggest thing there as well because we beat that, we lost to them, right? And mind you, this was at home, right? Oh, God, it was awful. And then, so then we faced the Vikings next week right and that's over at their turf and then we face the colts that might be if if, if we don't go against it, we we should be the commanders all right let me put it like this we're not saying if we're gonna beat the commanders but we need these wins we can pull an upset on vikings if we can right and then we got the colts and then we gotta see the eagles again coming into the new year my dudes on the eighth and that's that's gonna be the struggle bus there um Ugh, man, it's, it's going to suck. It's going to drag, let me tell you. It's going to drag. It's going to drag, but that that's that's where we're at right now. We can't be playing no games. No games. 
There are no prisoners. So the, the let me tell you, the commanders better be on their A game. Because we're coming. Other than that, coming on Monday, on um, Monday Night Football, you also got the Rams and the Packers. Uh, well, considering the fact what the Rams did last Thursday, um, especially with Baker Mayfield, <laughs> uh, that should be an interesting game, right? Uh, I don't know. I still give Dan Rodgers, though. I don't, I don't know. I know they're struggling on their own end, but... I don't know. I might give that to the. I might give that to the Packers. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Right. The advantage to them is that they got cold weather, and you know, of course, it's LA, right? But um, yeah. Right now, for the AFC East, top right now is the Bills. AFC West is the Chiefs. AFC North is the Ravens. AFC South is the Titans. Right now, coming out of there, and of course, in terms of the national group. We got the NFC East. That's where the Giants are, and it's the Eagles, obviously. Um, you know, we're we're you could say we're technically tied with as third, but we're technically fourth because we do have an L one versus what the Commanders have no loss right now going in, uh, especially since it was a bye week for them, um, unfortunately. So we're technically considered fourth. You know, we yeah we got to get to the logistics. That's that's kind of how that is. Um, you have the NFC West right now, and the 49ers, surprisingly, are doing it right now. That's, that's interesting. NFC North is the Vikings right now. I mean, when you have the Lions and the Packers and the Bears, it's, it's saying, that's saying a lot. And then the NFC South, which, at least with the Bucks, um, they're still, you know, under 500. Uh, they're, but they're, number, they're bleeding as the contender to come out of there. Which it wouldn't really surprise me. I mean, again, you also got the Panthers, Falcons, and the Saints right now. So it's, it's you know. But you still got some games still left. So nothing's in the book yet. But, you know, it's just kind of how it's looking right now. So, yeah. That's, that's kind of how it's looking right now. But that is all I have to say right now on this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, stay safe outside. Um get in contact with one another and make sure everybody's all right all right we're in it together just remember that all right and i'll talk to you guys next time later